0: Welcome to a very special episode of Hey Girl. I'm your host, Bill Janice. This episode is part of an ongoing series that I like to call DJs That Make Me Say Girl. Join me as I sit down with innovative, talented, and groundbreaking DJs of all musical backgrounds and genres. This week, we are sitting down with DJ violinist Lydia Ansel. Have a listen. Welcome to this episode of Hey Girl. I'm your host, Bill Janice. I have a really fun show for you guys today, and I'm very excited to be sitting here with an amazingly talented artist. She is a musician. She is a violinist. She is a DJ. She's done it all. She's worked with amazing people such as Rod Stewart, Enrique Iglesias, John Legend, Ricky Martin. I mean, the list goes on and on and on. I am thrilled to have with me today, Lydia Ansel. Hey girl, how you doing?
1: Hey girl, thanks for having me. Thanks for that awesome intro.
0: Oh my gosh, honey, please. I mean, you deserve it. You did it. I was just, I was just reading your credits.
1: (laughs) (laughs) But I like how you did it. You put your special pizzazz on it like you always do. (laughs) I was talking (laughs) with you. It's been a while i mean it hasn't but it feels like it has
0: i know so okay so yeah how are i mean let's just go dive right in it's like you know you we you know lydia and i um have had the pleasure of working together most recently we worked together at the luxor she had a uh really wonderful residency every friday and saturday there so but since quarantine happened obviously you know we're all um kind of uh, been home <laughs> so, or or away from work, obviously. Well, How most of us doing? are away
1: from work. <laughs> like, well, I, well, yeah, I'm most, doing great, uh, but I just have to. I got to give you credit for a moment there, where like you didn't go away from work. You like jumped into this podcast and <laughs> made it yours, and just no, I am so impressed. It's just like you know, most people are like, all right, I get a moment of you know to breathe or whatever, you know, reset, and you're like, all right, I'm going to create this whole new empire, and I think it's awesome. Like, oh my god, really, thank you. I applaud you for that thank
0: you that all oh, that inspiring. really inspiring I love it <laughs> I'm
1: Absolutely. so flattered.
0: you know well you know honey I uh, you know me I can't sit still so I, I have to be doing it, it works for you
1: I mean <laughs> it makes right. me want to like play one of those songs of like I don't know a remix of Cher or something just that I loved watching like that giant smile and how you just started dancing Gosh, she was probably there for 10 hours and like you hear your song and you're like, Yes. Right? <laughs> I love that. She like, would as yeah, a performer.
0: Lydia was amazing. She would give me that. Yeah, of course. Oh, you're so sweet. She yeah, she would give me that. She'd give me my share fix or my RuPaul fix <laughs> or, or whatever I was whatever. She if she saw me walk through the lounge that she was playing in, she she gave me she gave me a, her uh I, I don't know, that boost of energy. We, by we had her so goodbye. Bo-
1: yeah, absolutely. It's just like you know, gosh, I just like, you used to put so many hours there every single day. And it was, you know, it's crazy because the first time we met, we worked together in the corporate world where, you know, you were doing choreography and, That's right. and dancing yeah. and all that stuff. And, you know, and for me, you know, I was very uh, in the corporate world, you got to be a lot more prim and proper. And then all of a sudden we jump into this other like situation. and literally like we got to have a little bit more fun (laughs) (laughs) it was great it was awesome the minute i saw you were there i'm like oh it's on like (laughs) like,
0: we're gonna have some fun now
1: (laughs) (laughs) you get it this is good i get to you know jump around in hot shorts and play whatever song and you're just gonna you're gonna get that like that's part of the you know the party vibe and like not take it so seriously and
0: i mean i loved
1: all the promotions you were working on there and thank you we were we were doing some fun things like I guess Luxor hadn't been doing a DJ in that area for a while so it was cool that we got to build it like ground up.
0: We did. No, and thank you again and props to you for that. Like I have to say so thank like you, you. know we we're going to I I wasn't, you know, it, to, you know, to talk about the Luxor, you know, yes, it's very everything you said, it was spot on. It it was, it's, a, it is a great property and it remains that. But when we, when I came on board and when you came on board, it was, um, it was time for like fresh blood and it was time to breathe some new life into the property, I think. And you were just so lovely to work with, it, you know, and you, oh, you, you all worked you. with so many people in our, in our journeys and whatnot. And, you know, um, not everybody is, is easy to work with, and and so when you come across somebody that is not only talented, um, but also everything else, like reliable, friendly, charming, fun, entertaining. I mean, you you check all the wow. boxes, it's like, and we have Lydia checks Ansel, in it's the
1: mail. <laughs> <laughs> That's great! Wow, I need to record these these clips here and just put them everywhere. <laughs> I feel
0: great. <laughs> <now>. Thank you. <laughs> no, I'm serious, and it's you know, and, and also too with you know having you there was so great because you and I, I again, which I'm very grateful for. I, you know, we you and I have a good camaraderie together and and I I think you know when I would run ideas by you um you were always on board and it was so it was always refreshing because it's not
1: always
0: (laughs) thank you it's just you know we did we had some good times and and there's there will be more times in the future just right now we're still at a pause um but um
1: I have the best memories there I mean like literally everyone like from the first day that I got there was just like They were really kind and great and good energy. We were thrilled you were there. (laughs) (laughs) I was thrilled to be there. Like, I love it. And it's just like, you know, I'm all about the good vibes and there were tons of good vibes there. Like I show up and you're already smiling. You're like, "Yay, you're here. And I'm like, oh, like, you know, if there was anything else on my mind, I'm like, oh, yay. Okay. Time oh, to <laughs> good.
0: Well, good. You know, and that's, was awesome. you know what? That's how it should be when you go to work. It really is, you know?
1: <laughs> Agreed. No, it's so true. And
0: I want to talk <laughs> about, could you give us, you know, for everyone that's listening, I know you have quite a large fan base. Um, and I just would love if we could do a little moment of like the e Your Hollywood Story kind of moment. Could you tell me where you're, where you're from right. and how you got to Vegas? And I'm really Hi. interested to know. Um, <laughs>
1: hey, girl. <laughs> maybe, yeah, hey,
0: girl, tell me. I'm really interested right. to know where you um, where you studied music. So if we want to walk us, sure. through, well, walk us through the backstory of Lydia Ansel.
1: Oh goodness gracious! Um, well, we'll give you the the truncated version to make it um, <laughs> more exciting. Basically, <laughs> um, since I was very little, I just was dying to play violin, and um, actually, my my mom told me no. <laughs> oh wow! Why? Why? You know? Who, yeah, I had an older brother who just you know he went into the whole music thing, never practiced, never whatever, and my mom was over it, and so like I came around, she like. You know, been there done that. No. And so I oh, secretly I joined the sixth grade orchestra and I was just so just enthralled with the violin and all about it. And so, you know, my mom, you know, she's kind of like, if you do something, you do it right. And she saw how much I loved it. So for my eleventh birthday gift, you know, it was violin lessons, like real wow. violin lessons. And it was, you know, in some ways I was considered a late starter, which is hilarious looking back, you know, at eleven, but there were these other, you know, kids in the school orchestra and they're like, yeah, I've been playing since I was five. And I'm like, Oh, (laughs) so it was awesome. Like it was that reverse psychology of like, if I don't practice, she's going to take it away.
0: Oh yeah. Oh, I get it. Oh yeah, for sure. Well, and so you started at 11.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Um, and I was, you know, everything, that I could think of with the violin. I just always wanted to do like I would. Obviously, the you know I was classically trained. She got me you know the best teachers and all that stuff. Who you know, <laughs> they were so strict to this day. I think that's why you know I'm so great with like criticism or like different ideas or whatever. Like the nicest thing my violin teacher would do is just not yell at me during the lesson. <laughs> oh
0: my! Oh <laughs> so my! So it God. was just
1: kind of it was great. It was great. You know that like typical that old teacher school just type like, of mentality. Oh, t- hundred percent which which is good like it's a a good way to build and sometimes it's kind of new to like you know it was all for I mean it worked because I immediately you know I became the little concert master of my school orchestra and just coming along the ways and I just I loved it so I would literally in my room I would try to practice everything from you know I'd hear Santana and I would try to like work out the violin solos because there was no way my mom would let me learn guitar like violin was hard enough. So, you know, it'd be like, I'd be working on Santana and then, you know. She's and then your actual she, sheet you music. I'm sure your actual like,
0: classical music you had to learn, I'm sure.
1: <laughs> well, yeah. That, you know, in front of me, I have, well, scales was the thing that, you know, that truly, let, you know, just learn your scales and then work your way up. And, you know, I'm like, but I want to play this. So, yeah, I did the whole classical route. Did the, you know, everything from Shostakovich to Brahms to whatever and, Um, And I liked it and it was fun. And I got an undergrad in violin performance up in Texas and then went over, got a full ride, followed a teacher um, over in Arizona and just, you know, all this stuff. And eventually I was just kind of had like this early life crisis. I'm like, wait a second. As cool as classical music may be to some, it's a very smaller sum and You know, if I want to support myself and do all that stuff, I got to figure things out because, you know, when I I moved from Texas, I was doing great. I was working, you know, all the local orchestras, all the, you know, I had a little network going of people who would call me and my friends to do weddings and churches and perform everything. And then, you know, when you move, you got to start all over. And I'm like, oh, my goodness.
0: (laughs) Yeah, I know. I had this like,
1: yeah, but eventually I got into, you know, playing in bands and, um eventually I got to play out the Santana and the Metallica and everything else. Like I went to every style of music. As as you might remember, I'm I'm pretty ADD with my song choices. I <laughs> know. I love it all. Like I I truly do. And I I mean, I'm the typical ham. Like if I see someone, I want to make them smile. And it doesn't matter what song choice, if they like it, then I'm like, yes, I got them.
0: <laughs> I love that. Well, and it's true. I mean, but you also, but you're, you know, you also um uh, you know, feed off that as well. Like any like any performer would. You know, when you see people enjoying it, it, it it fuels your energy. It fuels your um performance and, and whatnot. And it's just that and it what's wonderful about that is that becomes this really great reciprocal ball of energy going around in a circle. You know, it's, when it's, it's yeah, and it's
1: just like the good vibes. It just you know, I've always wanted to make people smile in one way or another and so it kind of gently migrated from, you know, bands to, you know, gosh, everything from cover bands. I when I um so I just kind of followed a dream follow work, of I've always right? wanted to I, I've always wanted kind of not I moved to Vegas without knowing practically anyone. Why did you leave
0: Vegas? I'm just curious. What what was the motivation so to come? I did here a gig on cruise
1: ships. Okay. Um, and some of the well, most of the dancers on the cruise ships and the entertainers were from Vegas. Yeah. And I was living in Arizona, and so it's really close. And so you know, I'd always kind of see those bright lights in the horizon. So sort of right. Space, and I was just <laughs> like, I want to be there. You know, That's... it just seems so exciting. And yeah. Um, on I had uh, in the summers. You know, things are pretty slow in Arizona, so I started doing a couple cruise ships and. Um, they liked me and they had me open this one ship that was like 5,000 passengers or whatever. And, oh, wow. Which ship um, was it, it you wanted to It was, sure. It was called the Epic Norwegian okay. Cruise Line. Okay. And on that ship, they had legends in concert. They had Blue Man Group. They had dancers. They had all the, a lot of Vegas shows
0: of, on there. It
1: was all Vegas people. <laughs> so I kind of like made a little bit of a contact and um, made friends with people, had an opportunity to basically sublet a apartment for six months while they went back on the ship. So I was like, well, shoot, I have enough money to save it up for six months rent. So why not? And I literally just like on a whim came out hopes and dreams only didn't have any gigs or anything. And I mean, of course, my mom was, you know, my stern mom, I love her so much. And she's <laughs> like, that's not the right way to do things.
0: Oh, honey, <laughs> like, I don't mean to interrupt. But I think that's actually the that's a, just such a great way to do it. You know, because what a story.
1: <laughs> it was fantastic.
0: I have a similar story uh, as well. I And I I remember moving to Chicago. Uh, initially was the first place I lived away from Detroit. I'm from Detroit. Um, to, to pursue dance. And I remember getting on a Greyhound bus and just with $30 in my pocket and a suitcase. And I was like, let's go. Let's make this dream happen.
1: <laughs> I literally, I had my little car. I drove. Um, something like 20 hours um over to um I was in um I was back in in Texas and uh-huh. I you know I brought a friend with me bought her a, a ticket to go home but you know I figured she'd help me drive down I was so excited and just pumped that I drove the whole way just myself straight
0: I love <laughs> and, it you know with
1: with my small amount of things just packed up in the car and you know went into the apartment I'm like, yes! and, Oh my gosh. It was like that whole thing of right place, right time. I mean, within a few months, I was like, literally the next month, um, I got a gig, you know, I, I played in the billboard awards and I got a gig, um, that lasted for three years playing with rod stewart and i started playing in a cover band i started playing with this all girl string group and i was just like wow this is killing okay
0: it. yeah vegas loves oh, you man. vegas vegas was waiting for you lydia oh. <laughs> it really was it wasn't you fit in i mean I mean, you've, I mean i
1: I love vegas so much and for the opportunities and everything and obviously not every day is just like you know pouring gigs down but it's it's I mean, I'm so grateful and it's been really good. Like I have no complaints at all. It's just been an incredible experience. And I, I would encourage others, like you said, like if you have a dream, just, you know, just try it. Like what's the worst that can happen? You try something else. But sure. that really, you know, it was, it totally worked for me. I just went out and I just embraced it hundred percent and it's been Beautiful
0: <laughs> but, oh, I you know, that's really inspiring to hear him. But you know, I mean, of course Of course, it, you know, it, it didn't hurt that you're insanely talented. So that that didn't hurt yeah, your chances you. in any way
1: <laughs> Well, that's very well, kind I um, there's as you know, so many incredibly talented people in vegas and that's It's cool great. to be able to work with so many of them from you know, other violinists, to other djs to, That's actually how I got into djing was um improv is kind of like one of my things and so i was constantly being paired up with djs for like you know a nightclub performance or a private party or whatever and you know they were constantly you know because they don't have to pay for rehearsals and all that they just throw me out there right right so (laughs) you know how it is you gotta just you know you just do it you (laughs) make it work um i was yeah eventually i'm like well if this is what people want um Let's let's create this, and then there was also kind of during that time there was this kind of move of the DJs t- taking over the lounges, and you know where there used to be bands, all of a sudden there was a bingo hall, or there was you know just strictly DJs, or you mm-hmm, know clubs yep. were being built and all this stuff, and so and was the ultra kind of my... was,
0: was, bur- was born was <laughs> born as well, you know
1: exactly. So it was just kind of like, well, you know, why not bring live music back into the dj lounge and so right. that was kind of so how the dj violin thing happened
0: i love that yeah. you know, i was definitely going to ask you about that but you got there on your own which but i that's so that was so fascinating because I, I really was <laughs> curious how uh what the motivation was to to combine the two you know obviously i think anytime anybody you know fuses uh two or more passions together uh, and is successful with it. It's extremely admirable and and I love it So but I was just wondering what your personal motivation for doing that was and that makes perfect sense You were you were you were following the trend, but you did it in such a smart way um, You know, and I think that's what a lot of maybe younger artists might not and I don't I'm not trying to crit- criticize anybody, but I think sometimes They might make mistakes with kind of seeing life or seeing the goal through too narrow of a scope I think sometimes when things, you know, if yes, it's great to have goals and dreams, but you also have to be flexible along the journey and and kind of figure out the best strategy to still get to where you want. And yeah, you know, like it's, it's, it's really. It sounds like you combined, you have brought your passion with, you know, live music and and put it together with what the what. The the lounges and clubs were wanting at the time. They wanted DJs. They didn't want live music at the time. And you're like, you know what? I'm going to give you both. And they were like, yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> there were a couple times where they're like, we just want you as violinist, and you know, of course, I would still do electric violin and things like that. And then there were other times where it was like, we just want you as DJ. And I like in my mind, I'm like putting a knife in my heart. I'm like, no, oh, I'm like, I want to play. You, you know, live music <laughs> back. But, you know, you roll with it. And that's the one thing of, you know, being in our industry is that you're constantly learning to change and, and work with it. And, you know, it's, you know, I'm still changing right now as, um, you know, quarantine and all that stuff. I was like, all right, you know, the the live music scene is going to be on hold for a while. It's just kind yeah. of, you know, you see the the writing on the wall and, and so I started doing I was in Hawaii and I kind of got a little bit stuck there. I uh, my flights kept getting canceled and I was like, well, if there's if there's if ever, there was been ever a place, place to, to be
0: stuck, honey. No.
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh, you were so right though. I mean, I was grateful for it. It was a little odd because Hawaii is very like Vegas, they're very much based on tourists. So, sure, when, sure. as they were in quarantine as well, all the businesses closed down and even a lot of the essential businesses closed down because they didn't have the tourists to, to support it. Wow. But,
0: well, where you know, were, you really were you staying? Were me... you staying with friends or did you, were you in a hotel? I was in a
1: condo. I rented a condo. The hotel even that I first came to shut down. Oh, like, no. Like, I'm telling you, like, <laughs> deserted. And, and I get it and I respect that, you know, they really were, they want to take care of, you know, the people there, the residents and everything, make sure that, you know, they, what a great example they led. I mean, I think, I was on the Big Island. I think the total cases to this day they have is under ninety. It's oh just wow! Incredible. Then, yeah, they so,
0: did
1: good. <laughs> they did really good. So, like <laughs> you, I was like, well, this is a chance to work on some, you know, projects that I've been wanting to and kind of revamp. And you know, every so often, I'm I'm always having to revamp anyway. So I started doing these live streams just because I missed the interaction of of the people and sure. friends and you know and i had my violin with me i was working on some music videos and things like that so you know i finished that i put out the uh, the music video that i had filmed in tahiti in bora bora right which was just kind of like a cover which was so fun to shoot and then all of a sudden you know these live streams just became so fun but i had such a great response of people saying like you know they were tired of just hearing all they heard on the you know news or whatever was COVID, and they're like thank you for you know, bringing something different and just to like distract for a minute. And, you know, it's that slightest bit of encouragement. I'm like, that's what you, that's what you're getting then. Right. (laughs) And it was just so great. Like, because it feels good to me too. Like it goes back to that, you know, childhood me of like the slightest smile of anyone. And it just makes my day. And the same, like when we were in Luxor, you know, whether, you know, it doesn't matter. Like anyone walks by and if they stop for a second and they're on their way to a show and and they, you know, they just hang out and then they come back. You're just like, yes. <laughs> it's so great. <laughs> um, so, yeah, I've been now, um, I, I'm in the works of uh, a new studio with uh, all this new equipment and trying to learn it. Um, well, that's to, exciting. To and you're, so you're like, at
0: your home. You, you're, built, you're putting the studio, obviously, at home, right?
1: It, it's not in my home. Um, it's actually a location. But, okay. um, you, you know, like, <laughs> it's not in a casino, but it's an actual studio. Nice. And, um, it's, it's so cool. And the possibilities, like, I'm just like bubbling with excitement of all the things I can do and add and interact and just, you know, it's this build phase that is always just so inspiring to just, like, oh my gosh, like you could do anything.
0: Totally. And I'm I sure, like,
1: you, you feel that too. I see it with your podcast of how you're just, you know, you keep adding elements and different people and it's, it's so I'm exciting. Sure
0: it is exciting i think that you know that's you know not to sound too cliche or too you know i don't know what the word would be but you know yes we, there is you know a lot of not really enjoyable things going on in the overall in the world right now but the but the silver lining you know that that we always must strive to find is that Right now, we have this this luxury and this gift of time to absolutely to you know rebuild something, learn something, um, work on yourself, meditate, whatever it looks like, or just or if if or if to you what, what works for you is just. Taking a beat and just chilling out—that's cool too. Like you don't have to be going a mile a minute like I do. You know what I
1: mean? <laughs> like, I don't think gift. anyone can keep up with your. Mile oh. a minute.
0: <laughs> I don't know. You do pretty well. I think. I mean, I, I think you're pretty high energy too. <laughs> um, but I. Think I, I don't know. I remember time. you doing like
1: ten hour shifts and stuff. That's <laughs> that's intense.
0: <laughs> it is intense. But you know, the gift of time is something that, um, at least in our lifetime, on this level, we have not gotten before. So. Um, this much time, <laughs> this much time. <laughs> no, I totally
1: agree with you, and it's 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 totally you know just rewarding to see even as you know the, you know the the live streams I was doing in Hawaii, I was choosing different locations, whatever, and just throwing them on you know um, IG Live the next time. Just they started building, you know, eight to ten thousand views, you know, each, and I'm just like, you know, we're on to something. Like this is yes. cool, people. So like as soon as things open up more, I have all these travel opportunities where literally I can take people with me and mm-hmm. you know do these casts from any like I've already kind of worked that part out so I cast anywhere in the world and share that and it's just oh my gosh like just even talking about right now like oh I want to go like look up like new things that I could do and That's so it's, exciting. it's pretty cool like I'm grateful for it yeah
0: totally so tell me okay so talk to me a little bit about your most recent European tour tell us a little bit about that
1: um Gosh. Um, so that one was more corporate based. So, you know, private parties and things like, like people basically, um, just like when we were in Vegas, you know, they hire us and they, the corporate world, um, they can fly you from, you know, Vegas or wherever you are and bring you, they, they like the concept. They want to change it up for the people around them and provide something really cool. Sure. And you know, there, there is something really special about saying, you know, we brought someone all the way from Las Vegas or from America or wherever. And, you know, there's, I, I like to think that I kind of, ha- the brand of fun that I put out there is is unique enough where people want that from anywhere. Like it translates. I've always said, you know, agreed with the thought that, you know, music is a universal language. Literally, you can go almost anywhere and you can play different kinds of music or whatever else, but it's such a great way to connect. So, you know, that was a lot of those opportunities of literally anything from private parties, corporate parties, even like public events and stuff, and just being able to, sh- and that's kind of how it will translate a little bit, I think, with live streams. Like I have um, a few venues that are like, we like the following that you're building and, um, oh yeah, um, plug for myself, please follow. <laughs> at lydia and so help me out here
0: of course but, um, oh yeah no and don't worry we'll get there and i'm gonna i, I will definitely post all of your information in the uh description of oh, the episode thank anyway you. of course so but
1: yeah so <laughs> but like yes. a venue is like we want to bring you in we not only want your performance here for the people that we have here but we want that exposure to your audience and to audiences elsewhere sure. of like hey come visit us you know like the the COVID times are over. We have very clean facilities and it can kind of be displayed a bit. And it's just like, it's so cool. Like, yeah, that these opportunities are already being presented. And I'm just like, I want to go now.
0: <laughs> I think well, you know, too, I, I mean, I, you know, but you again, not, you you know, you have such a positive, but you give off a positive vibration. And then that's what that's what it, you attract. And that's what comes back. You know, it's that basic law of attraction, you know, so I think that that's, you know, proven here, you've got you've got all these great opportunities coming to you at a time when, you know, other people may have choose to decide to be angry about what's going on right now. And, um, and you've chosen to go the other route and look at all these great opportunities coming your way. I love it.
1: (laughs) Well, thank you. That's why we get along though. You're very similar. Like you have that same kind of optimistic, like let's make something of this vibe going on. We're going to make something out of nothing here. (laughs) (laughs) Right. That's what we always do.
0: (laughs) Um, So tell me about, talk to me a little bit about, um, I'm I'm just curious. I I would love it to to hear more about your time with Rod Stewart, because I'm a huge fan. So tell me more about that experience.
1: So Rod Stewart had a residency at Caesars Palace where he would come for three weeks every, I don't know, um,
0: Couple months I don't even remember how
1: often it was. Yeah, it yeah. was in rotation. You had Celine Dion, Elton John, and um, sometimes Shania Twain, and then mm-hmm. he had Rod yeah, Stewart. Yeah, I remember. So however however long that was, you know, every time he was in, he hired seven string players um he called them the what do you call it It was so funny the magnificent seven or something oh okay i like that the mag um, seven (laughs) right like he had such a great sense of humor it was such a pleasure working for him and just like it was fun you show up and it's just you know you see this celebrity rock star who's literally had decades of hits and fans and everything and just be totally accessible and just you know making jokes and nothing diva at all and just completely oh, that's like so good to hear i mean like sure he had to have a bit of security around him i remember once he just invited the whole band to go to gordon ramsay just you know to have a drink or a bite or sure. whatever sure. and literally we couldn't walk through the casino because everybody wanted pictures and everything and you know they had to like Put him through the back way and all yeah. that stuff. And, was, and he ended up buying all the fans that showed up there. He bought them all a drink. Like it was oh, such wow. a cool thing. And yeah, it was such a great example of just like how you should be. And you know, gosh, I like I said, like decades of just being this superstar and just so humble and you know, good humored. Like af- after every run, he would invite everyone, the whole band, to the the green room and just you know have like. Wine or whatever for sure, him. And, sure. Oh my gosh. The green room was one of my favorite things to show up every time for work. Well, like, you know, I'd come early just because you always want to come early to meal sure, time. Sure. <laughs> and then, like, you're just hanging out. So I'd go to the green room and it would be. See like,
0: what, what sea of celebrities were in there. <laughs> No, <laughs> it was the food. Oh, the services. food. Oh. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> it was I was about, thinking no, more like, you know, oh, I, because people were coming to, see, like, fam- other celebrities were coming to see his show and they were hanging out in the green room.
1: <laughs> I do remember one time where he was about to announce a tour with Santana. And so Santana came on stage and, uh-huh. you know, performed a song with him. And so I was literally just backstage watching and just like seeing these, you know, incredibly talented people just you know, come up and perform and that I was literally on the same stage. I was I just love like, wait, it. like, is this real life?
0: What an experience. <laughs> it's
1: just like, I don't, I don't really get starstruck or anything, but you get these sure. moments of just complete gratitude that you're like, wow.
0: Yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah.
1: You know, just even living in Vegas with, you know, we really are an entertainment capital and literally on any day you can be like, it's Tuesday and we have an opportunity to see, you know, Lady Gaga or whatever and it's like oh this is we call this Tuesday and people literally have to save up for a year to make this cross country trek to Las Vegas and we're like oh that's you know 15 minutes away. Oh totally. It's incredible.
0: Yeah, no you are right. We're definitely we're definitely blessed in that way being being able to live here and and it is true, you know, Vegas, you know, Vegas has been good to me as well. So I I, I I'm very grateful. Um the, you know, but in regards to as far as like the amount of artists that we, you mentioned this earlier, I kind of wanted to circle back, um, uh, that, you know, when you you meet so many different types of artists when you're working here. And I think what's unique about Las Vegas, as opposed to maybe other big cities that have a lot of live performances, like perhaps New York or Chicago, um, I think, you know, Vegas is, is its own animal. And I, I'm not, I'm going to gonna try to articulate it well, but I'm sure you'll know what I mean. Because it's just, we do have, a large amount, a, a wide variety of live perform of, of performing artists is what I'll say. You know, absolutely. And it's, yeah. it's not just dancers. It's not just actors. It's not just singers. It's every kind of musician possible. It's uh, songwriters. It's lighting technicians. It's sound engineers. It's ev- I mean, it's everything you can think of. And uh, for me, and I've lived, I've been blessed. I've lived in quite a few places. I think Las Vegas is the place that I can honestly say I I feel like has the, I have the easiest time. Getting rounding up the troops like if I want to work on a project or something that could whether it be a love project or a paid one It doesn't matter. I've always found the I've had all the resources here at my fingertips between those types of artists and everybody just seems, totally it's a very agree. big community. And then, it's a good community, a family community, if you, if you It's
1: will. incredible how close-knit to it, I call it, you know, one degree of separation, like literally. Right, sometimes last No, i no. <laughs> it's, it's like they, right? It's like they practically know everyone. Like if you know like one or two people, you'll have a way to know someone. It's just, sure. it's incredible. It's the biggest small town vibe that I've That's ever a really good in. way I've to describe it.
0: Yeah.
1: <laughs> it's great, but it's just like it was an adjustment in a sense because, you know, when you first come out and you're like, oh, well, you know, I'm in the, the strings world or whatever, and this is a magician or what. Like, no, it's all related. Like, if you're in hospitality at all, you're pretty much related. And then pretty much everything else, it's such a, you know, everyone knows Vegas as that like couple mile strip. And it's. Yes. So, there's much so much more. it yeah. <laughs> absolutely but then you have that connection of wherever part of the strip you're on or you know west side east side whatever like you you know at any point you'd be like oh yeah let's just meet at caesars and have a drink or whatever right. it's just like i i love feeling like that's my backyard playground it's the coolest thing i i mean this city has been so incredible to me i i don't want to sound like this you know paid advertisement of no things, no you,
0: know, you i love easy. it like, i really do good and then again no.
1: flying from here to anywhere i you know I've it's been so, easy. so lucky to travel yeah, yeah. and it's, it's so accessible like you're
0: in and, and out yeah in and out and the airport's right in the backyard but not like and it doesn't like you know it's so it's i love i so okay so what i i mentioned earlier i'm from detroit well which i'm actually from a north suburb and the airport Represent? you know it's not um i mean it's you know it's not that far but the point is like i remember growing up and it was like if you're going to the airport like you needed to get a ride and it was because it was like an hour drive you know from from where from the suburb we lived in and it's like funny now living here it literally i just took a friend to the airport yesterday morning that was here for a couple days and he's like oh my flight board's at 6 30 what time should we leave and i'm like six (laughs) like
1: it's it's so (laughs) so great i used to have a residency at hard rock which is super close Yes, i I wanted to talk about uh, that for like And it's just so super close to the airport. You know, it's it's probably one of the closest spots to the airport. Oh, totally. And so you'd see all these people and, and they'd ask the same way. They'd be like, you know, do I need to go two hours early or can I hang out here for a little bit? And I'm like, look, I don't want to stare you wrong.
0: Right. But,
1: <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't think you need two hours.
0: <laughs> right. Yeah. You, you like, probably I, don't. You probably don't. So listen, I actually want to know, I kind of want to ask you some fun questions. I want to know, you know, I, I know you do have a very eclectic taste, uh, which is fabulous. But do you, if you could, could, do you have a genre of music that you would say is your favorite?
1: I thought we were gonna talk about my second favorite subject food
0: oh we're getting there don't worry (laughs) I'm
1: like wait what no um um gosh for for music um I do love like classic rock and and, you know I I like mixing it up too so it's really hard to pinpoint just one style if anything I would say my favorite thing is mixing it up like I'll put you know, the mashups, they're just so fun for me. And they bring out the, you know, the music nerd in me. You know, I got a degree in violin performance, but my minor was in music theory. And so all that stuff, like I get like extra joy. when I'm like, oh, this goes together so great. And then, yeah. you know, all these elements that I promise like nobody thinks about. And I'm like, but oh my gosh, if you mix in, um... You know this awesome '80s song with this EDM beat, and then you, and it's just like it seems random, but it makes sense in my crazy head.
0: But (laughs) no, but it it works. So I love, yeah, totally. Do you have? Well, do you have? uh, Can you give me a couple of your favorite artists, like people that inspire you, or people that you draw inspiration from?
1: Oh goodness. (laughs) Um, Well, I mean, every I. It sounds cliche perhaps but like everything around me is constantly inspiring your podcast and how you just jumped on this that inspires me and then just like literally like i'm a hopeless romantic and i was uh, flying the other day to california and i saw this couple and they're a little bit older and they were holding hands and i was just like Aww. melting right there and i was inspired by that um yeah. sure. i love it there's like the classic um you know you can go anything from you know, Pink Floyd, Led Zeppelin yes. to, you know, more of the, the classic rock, some of the the 80s tunes. And oh my gosh, I loved, you know, sometimes at uh, Luxor, you know, we we throw in a, a mix of, I don't know, Bon Jovi or whatever. Yeah. People would get like just so jazzed up with it. I loved it. Yeah. Um, Katie, she always loved this one Bon Jovi mix that I would do and just like, <laughs> it was so cute. I loved all the, you know, the cocktail waitresses there and stuff it's like this one big family um oh,
0: totally yeah we uh, th- it was you know, definitely a family there
1: <laughs> i love the energy that you know the edm beats give and everything sure. that and in- it's also great to mix with and then a personal favorite of mine is reggaeton like i love everything from you know jay balvin to yeah. maluma to just you know it gets that dancing i like vibe maluma and it's- too Oh, it's so great! So it's just like you just want to start all of a sudden moving your hips. It just makes you move. Yeah,
0: I think that's the best thing too. I mean, and I and again, I agree with you. You know, and you're again with that music being a universal language. And I think I and again, I'm not trying to sound cliche either, but I think I do 100 percent believe in the the healing power of music in oh, every absolutely. way. I can be. There's
1: some studies that prove it.
0: Oh, totally. Oh, and I believe it on every level because I mean you know i can be in the worst mood for whatever reason you know personally if i've got something going on that nobody else knows about and i'm trying to to shift my energy or transmute that energy into something positive you know every single time without fail if i put on a song that i like uh, or put on music in general i i can start shifting my energy and it's just really it's so powerful and i think that it's underestimated too much uh, overall.
1: Oh, I absolutely yeah. agree. I mean, my life has always revolved in some way or another around music. So you know, I, I kind of feel that way about like you know, especially like '70s disco music. Like you can't be upset listening to that. You it's can't. Just, like, you so... have, exactly. Especially <laughs> you you get a... those like disco lights going. Right.
0: <laughs> we get that disco ball, girl. Look, smiling. look. You you and me are on the same page now, honey. <laughs> do you but, have a right? oh, Do you have a favorite disco hey, girl. song? Hey, girl. Yeah. But, yeah, like, yeah. Girl. What's your favorite <laughs> disco song? <laughs>
1: Oh um, gosh. I don't, I, you know, I, I loved playing, you know, some of the stuff of like Sharon, whatever, just cause you would react to it so much. I love yeah. the kind of the funky music. Um, there's oh, there's so many things. there's so
0: much. I know it's a really um, it is a really hard question. I'm not trying to stump you or anything. I'm just no, yeah, no, not, a not at all. I'm it. just
1: like already in my head. I'm just like thinking, like switching back. I'm like, oh, maybe I should do a live stream of just 70 stuff. I don't know. I'm, I'm down. To, like, I'm already, like, <laughs> then I'll do a costume and I'll add some lights. It'll be great. It's I love just so it. exciting.
0: <laughs> I love it! Oh my god, oh my god it's so good. Um, okay, girl. All right. So moving on. Um, I know that you, uh, you already mentioned it. You have a great love and appreciation for the culinary arts. So talk to me. Talk to me. Like, what is your? Where's your favorite restaurant in Vegas? Like, what? 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 Is, oh
1: my god. What
0: is feeding so, Lydia? <laughs>
1: <laughs> I have a slight obsession with food. I've just, you know, and Vegas is such a great place for that. I've been you know, lucky to even meet some amazing chefs who my favorite thing to do was just to show up in a restaurant and whatever was on special, like Uh just the adventure of it and just be like, I want that. Like that was the longest time, you know, what I would do, but, and I went to Hawaii and, you know, during these times, you know, everything was shut down and I was like in withdrawal. I'm like, what am I supposed to do? <laughs> and all these, like, I did find, I start finding, you know, the, the right to go options and, and places like that. But coming mm-hmm. back to Vegas, um, about two weeks ago now, um, just being able to go back to all these restaurants I found like, and just completely like, I went over to this place called pure, which is like Indian food that mm-hmm. literally they make it however you like. And then, you know, the, the Thai restaurants and the, you know um gosh it's just like <laughs> just everything i've had everything so far from like you know thai to french to mediterranean to indian to just like i love the variety of it and no
0: you know, do you but do you also gosh. have like do you also have like a sweet tooth as well or is it more, more absolutely about yeah <laughs> what do you what, tell me what's your guilty pleasure
1: oh gosh um well I was very guilty for getting into, you know, all of a sudden you have the time and I, I started baking. <laughs>
0: yes. But it, well, cause so, that's what I was going to also ask you. Do you also cook yourself? Uh, uh, do you ever really get fancy cook. in the kitchen as well or anything?
1: <laughs> I'm like the opposite of fancy.
0: Girl, um, me too. Like, I, <laughs> I'm the king of ordering in, which I know isn't healthy, but I, again, when you work so many hours, sometimes it just, you but know. But
1: <laughs> you can do it in a healthy way. Like yes. there are ways and, um, yeah, no, for baking I'll I'll kind of go all out and just like the other day I was just making random things of like this kind of like apple tart type of thing and Ooh. um some you know I, I don't really make the post on my um like as a post so much, but sometimes you'll just you know, I, I have to tone it down. Sometimes I just have way too many food posts on my story because I'm just <laughs> like, you know, you just take a picture of whatever it is and then people are like Are you just always like, I think people get a little bit annoyed with just like too many food pics. I'm like, okay, tone it down. (laughs) Bring it back.
0: (laughs) Bring it back. No, they're probably just jealous that they, that they're not eating as fabulously as you are.
1: (laughs) I share, I share, I'll share it. (laughs) We got to get a bite sometime once, you know, all this stuff like kind of evens out of it.
0: Yeah, I'd love to. That would be fun for sure.
1: um I mean, everyone wants to know what is your favorite food?
0: My favorite food, you know, honestly, I, I, again, I have a pretty, I think I'm pretty eclectic there as well. I, I enjoy, it just depends on what mood I'm in, I think, you know, um, and I could go for pretty much anything. I, there's very few things I don't like, and I can't even think of a whole, if I, I, there isn't any like whole culture of food that I don't like. There's just like specific ingredients. Like I, I'm weird. I specifically, I don't like olives or pickles, things like that. Um, but I – and other – but really – oh, God, is that, goodness, is that it? <laughs> Those are the only things I don't eat are pickles and all. If
1: that's it. You're doing great. know, <laughs> I just – you know, I miss being able to – you know, I, like you, like I love the variety of it. I miss being able to go to, like, you know, Joe Rubichon's restaurant right. one day of, like, completely dress up and have the whole, like, experience. The whole experience, and, yeah. And then you go to this hole-in-the-wall, like, little –
0: you know, the well-kept Korean secret. restaurant on... Yeah.
1: yeah absolutely on Spring mountain and just like the the menus are barely in English and you're just right. like I love it all it's so great right like, and I'm sure that's in in so many cities as well and i I can't wait to go check that out
0: but, no <laughs> I'm I always, agree with you. Like, totally i, I'm I always, you know and I, I do like, like I tend to like um i I tend to like flavors that are contradictory like I like but but then but blend well. Like I like a salty and sweet together. You know, and things like that. Oh you yeah, know? <laughs>
1: that's great. <laughs> I like that for dessert or for savory things. Exactly. <laughs>
0: <laughs> you know, it was funny. I remember. So you know, I, I, there was a good portion of my life where I also worked uh, in hospitality. Whether I when I was in with if I was in between shows as a dancer um or it was just you know ex, it was like a lot of people do like you bartender serve sometimes on the side when you're you know for extra money sure. and there were a couple, there were some restaurants I worked at where you know I remember again I'm not I wouldn't call myself a foodie per se, but I, I enjoy it. But to, to having to learn how to talk about it and describe it to the guests was actually a challenge for me because I've never cared that much about what it is. Just put it in front of me, I'll eat it. No.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so when I had to get to the
0: point where now. I had to actually. Uh, quote unquote sell it to people. I was like, oh, I actually have to learn about this. No. <laughs>
1: You're like, this is the best Wagyu out there. <laughs> right.
0: That's awesome. Like, well then it was wow. funny because I worked at this I worked at a couple, I actually was blessed I did work at a couple really nice places. Um I'm not gonna name them right now because I might get in tr- trouble because I'm about to say something <laughs> not that nice. But um, um, there was one restaurant I, specifically I remember one time I was waiting on somebody and it just seemed like the people The guests that came to that restaurant, it was in Soho in New York. I I can say that much at least. Um, And it just seemed like the guests that came there really had a deep appreciation for food, which, okay, great. So I'm, I'm trying to give them that experience, but there were some that they were just so intense and they would ask you questions that you were like, why do you want to know that? You know,
1: like, they, they, <laughs> like what kind of grass did they eat? Yes. Like they're on the left yes. Side of the like, they're,
0: they're like, they're like, do you like, you know, wanting to know like every ingredient that has been the the bread that's on their sandwich, you know, and I'm like, I
1: don't oh, man. know. I'm like, I don't know. It shows up here on a bread truck
0: in the morning at six in the morning. What do you want from me? I don't know.
1: No, I could just imagine you're you're very expressive. So I could just imagine your <laughs> expressions and just trying to like hold that back. <laughs> that was great,
0: girl. You are so right. Listen, I used to get in trouble. I used to get in trouble.
1: <laughs> <laughs> then you would be a little I, more free. I love it. Right? No, well, because and it really
0: wasn't intentional. And that was that was what I got in trouble that's what I got in trouble for so much was because it really wasn't <laughs> intentional it, It's exactly how you said it i I do have a very expressive <laughs> face and you can tell like the upside of <laughs> the upside of it is, is that you can at least I think you can if you know me or have met me you can honestly take comfort in knowing that I'm completely authentic in that way like you will know if I'm annoyed Absolutely. or if I'm mad you won't know you, <laughs> it's not like I can hide it so so the upside is at least if we're friendly, you know I really like you. <laughs>
1: I think that's what makes your podcast too. Just like so accessible. Like I love how you're just, you know, it's really authentic and you're just having a conversation. And thank you. I just, you know, I just want to take a second and say like, yeah, keep it up. Like, this is awesome. Like I'm, I'm looking forward to checking out more of them and you know, it, it's cool. It's great what you're doing.
0: Thank you. Oh man. I'm so flat. I'm so flattered. Yes. I mean, listen, you know, I, you can come back anytime you want and we'll keep
1: talking. <laughs> oh, thank you. Um, but, <laughs>
0: Okay, so, all right. So, listen, I have to, we have to switch gears here really quick because I want to talk to you about your personal style and fashion because you always look stunning. And you, I'm Thank sure you. you would be like a designer's dream. Like, you would be their muse because you also have, and I, I, I'm not, I hope this doesn't sound, you know, inappropriate, but you also have an Please. amazing physique and body as well. Like, you can wear anything.
1: Thank you. Oh, <laughs> gosh. Well, um... <laughs> my mom might disagree. Um, oh, I no! do wear anything, <laughs> but it doesn't mean I can. Oh, <laughs> uh, it's hilarious. Um, I like fun. I like, you know, in some ways I am still that like 12 year old girl that loves the the sparkles and the color and like just whatever. Like I, I love the, where you can just play, like everything's always to me been a bit of a costume. Like even, you sure. know, if, if I'm told to you know, go out and meet some friends and they're like, yeah, be casual. I'm like, what does that mean to you?
0: Right. <laughs> like, I don't, right. I don't what what think I've ever seen you casual. Like what I would, what I would consider casual. You are always done like, up and looking it, fierce. But, like, if I'm
1: wearing, if I'm wearing jeans and a t-shirt to me, that's just another one of the costumes I wear. Like, sure. I don't know what I, I, I know well, it's with you wearing odd, jeans and a T-shirt, I'm normals. sure you're
0: also wearing some amazing sparkly heel and some <laughs> other fabulous accessories to like bling it out. Like it's not just a jeans and T-shirt day for you, I doubt. <laughs> I do
1: love the bling, and I love the rock, and I love where you know. Um. just each thing you know I had a a residency um for a year at Coyote Ugly and I Mm. just had so much fun buying every pair of like Daisy Dukes and every style of them with like with lace with whatever the boots I've got these boots that were just completely like cowboy boots but completely rhinestoned out and just like you know every like cute little flannel crop top
0: (laughs) Totally. Like I mean, yeah. I mean, play- why not? Go for it. I mean, really, honestly, and, it, and especially at Coyote Ugly, that's the place to do it. <laughs> okay, so listen, I want to talk. I want you to tell everybody and, and give it a, a um, give us all the information because I think it's amazing, and I can't wait to watch. But talk to me about you're doing a weekly live stream now. I, I think on Fridays, correct?
1: Yes, on Fridays, absolutely. Six. P.m. So you're doing Pacific, your own luck or... Fridays. No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know, shoot, I, I might have to wear some thigh high sparkle boots on the next one i don't right. know you've got me inspired here i mean in hawaii sometimes i just wear a bikini and a you know a pareo or something just that works to do it out on the beach
0: right. um
1: you know it's it's whatever works like we already established i don't understand clothing so <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> i know i think you understand it pretty well
1: <laughs> so but so tell I just think every it's friday fun. At what time am so yeah 6 p.m pacific 9 p.m eastern whatever um or 8 p.m. central whatever time zone you're on <laughs> in and times, yeah. um, exactly right <laughs> But um yeah I'm going to continue those Friday live streams is that on Instagram or what
0: where what platform It's
1: on Instagram at okay. Lydia Ansel or if you want just go on my website which is lydiaansel.com Perfect. and it'll have a link to all my social and everything you know you can check out my YouTube and the the different videos I've put up there and um i put on IGTV some of my past live streams that you can kind of cruise through if if you're interested But yeah, like I love connecting with people. So like, you know, leave a comment, say whatever. Like I look at it all, I read it all, I love it all. It's just, you know, that's what we do, right? Like you got to connect.
0: Absolutely, I love it. Well, thank you so much for taking the time to do this day. I had a great time catching up with you.
1: This was so fun. What a great excuse to be able to catch up. Like, I don't know, (laughs) even without the podcast, you got to just like send me a note sometime and,
0: <laughs> I will. No, I will It'll for sure. We're, we we definitely need to get together sometime soon. Lydia Ansel, DJ, violinist, entertainer, all things fun, just ball of energy and love and joy. I love you to death. Oh, um, I love it. Can I'm gonna I just post use all that? of her <laughs> contact info in the description of the episode. Please check her out. You will not be disappointed. Uh, and her live streams are every Friday on Instagram Live. If you liked what you heard today, please click that subscribe button. Um, leave a comment if you'd like. Let me know what you'd like to hear in the future. But thanks for hanging out, girls. And Lydia, thank you so much.
1: Thank you for having me. I'm doing a virtual curtsy here. <laughs> ah, <laughs> I love it. We'll do a little curtsy. Oh, so All right. perfect.
0: Uh, Lydia, I'll talk to you soon. Have a good weekend, everybody.
1: Okay, you too. <laughs> okay, bye. bye.